0: Coming up in this episode, we are reading your emails, if you were lucky enough, or if you sent them in. If you didn't send them in, we're not reading them. Sorry. You lost out. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged.
1: (laughs) Universal edition.
0: This is episode 51 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Uh, I am your host, Craig Williams. Filling in for Craig Williams. Yet again, another week. One day, he'll be back. But until then, it's still just me. And I am joined at the table today with Jenny Lynn nup Hey, guys. And I am not joined at the table today by Rhino Clavin, because he is back on the controls. Oh, hey. Which, uh, if you couldn't figure that out, that's why the intro went a little bit early. What? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> you got a little gun-shy. It's fine. You said live from the Bob Barry studio. That is my cue boom. Um, Q comes a couple seconds after. Comes a couple seconds after. It's okay. No, we're, we're, uh, as you can tell, it's been a rough week, so much that we haven't been able to shower or uh, changing our clothes. Um, For all of our listeners out there, this means absolutely nothing, but for people who uh, ingest us in the video version, uh, we had to pre-record this episode because I am going to be out of town and... I just don't think you guys could do this without me. Nah, Emotionally, physically, um, <laughs> what? I sexually? Yes. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. I was
2: gonna say. I thought it inappropriate. I heard the S go
0: out, and then you started giggling, so it could only be that. I, I
2: didn't. I'm not being inappropriate. It's just something I always do. I was called sexually. <laughs> It's from Rocky Horror Picture Show or Snape. It's a combination of the two. Oh, I'm very familiar with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. But Me too. I was Rocky in it once. Yeah. Back in the day when my body was a little more appropriate. I'm not putting two and two together on that one. But <laughs>
0: okay. Uh Yeah, so it is a... Uh, it's a... <sighs> It's not going to be the greatest episode. I'm just going to throw that out there now. I was trying to find a a way to describe it that made it seem better than it is, but uh, it's an episode nonetheless, so you don't have to go an extra week without dealing with us because that's exactly what I know y'all want to do. You want to have as much of us in your lives at all time. Um, So yeah, we're going to read the the few emails that we have, Um, but before that, I believe we do have some housekeeping in the house. And uh, for once, it's not my housekeeping because uh, I made everyone else have housekeeping in this one. That's how it does. That's how it does. We've well, had house That's housekeeping how does. before.
2: What's that? I, well, I had housekeeping before. I had housekeeping about movies once.
0: Yeah. That was a housekeeping. So, Rhino, shoot it. What's your housekeeping?
2: It's the name of that new Theodore Gissel, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss. Book. Um, it was called What Pet Should I Get? We were talking about that the last episode um, and about how it was discovered. His white widow um, put all his stuff in a box after he died and they were renovating the house. And then um, recently they went through to appraise everything and they found an unpublished manuscript in there. So interesting little story.
0: Now, did I hear that right? Did you say his name was Theodore Gissel? Yeah. Is that how you actually pronounce it? That's how I've always said it. I didn't know. I know that... The the Dr. Seuss Museum is in your neck of the woods, right?
2: Yeah, and uh, well, it's it's not like a there's not a person guiding you through the museum. It's just a lot of like bronze statues out on the lawn. I thought it was always Geisel. I I said Geisel once uh, to win a contest, and Gissel, they like said appropriately. Like but the,
1: but hmm. is it spelled the same way? Like the Bissell? It's G E
2: I S E L.
0: Geisel. Theodore. That's Gissel. why I hear the guy, the E I, the guy. What contest did you win?
2: It was uh, uh, at UCF. um, It was if you had a blue French horn sticker under your seat. Mm -hmm. You um, could come up on the stage and uh, answer a couple questions about famous Teds for a chance to meet and greet with one Josh Radner, who played Tez Mosby, on How I Met Your Mother. Mm -hmm. And I was the only one who got the question right, so there was no rounds or anything like that. It was just one shot, and I won the thing. So... It was a lot of fun.
0: Fantastic. So, well, that's going to do it for our email show. Um, (laughs) Surprisingly enough, the one and only email that we had going for it was, Rhino needs to tell a story about the one time he entered a contest.
2: That's not the only time, because when I was a kid, there was a um, a Ghostbusters, (laughs) original Ghostbusters contest at Max Movies in Carver, Massachusetts, and I did the contest with my mom, and I won a VHS of Ghostbusters. Do you still have that? uh yeah actually i think my mom does but the lip of the vhs broke so you know the film's just out in there yeah well yeah sometimes sad things happen what to good people sad things happen to vhs yeah. ending mm-hmm. yeah. we'll uh hold a
0: funeral for a vhs tape later on I, a good I, band I, name funeral for vhs yeah yeah maybe it's not i don't know could but, be it's an album name at least Okay, now let's move on to the housekeeping that actually matters. And I'm going to shoot to JL for that one.
1: Okay. Well, there was an article that came out on bizjournal.com that was discussing Comcast's Universal Theme Park's revenue skyrockets. Very dramatic. And I've been told I need to read this, so that's Can what we're going to do. Can
0: you explain what skyrocketing means for those of us that, <laughs> Just so that aren't we're familiar with the term? Does it is it when a <laughs> rocket
2: uh, skies? Yeah, is how does something
1: takes off so fast and furiously. It's like a rocket ship.
2: Like Vin Diesel's career.
1: Zooming into the sky. Okay.
0: So it's like the opposite of a zero entry pool where yes. it doesn't go anywhere.
2: It's this goes straight up. Yes. Zero the opposite of a skyrocket is not the op- it's not the opposite. Damn you. <laughs> <A>
1: skyrocket. It's
2: <laughs> not the opposite of a zero entry pool. Okay, well. By any means. Okay, well, let's hear about it skyrocketing now.
1: Okay. Well, you've heard it before. <laughs> Harry Potter helped Universal Orlando's resort's parent company rake in millions of dollars in revenue. Philadelphia-based Comcast Corp. reported second quarter revenue for its theme parks, including Universal Studios Florida and Islands of Adventure in Orlando, and that had increased 25.7% to $773 million, compared to $615 million for the same quarter last year. Comcast attributed the increase to higher guest attendance and per capita spending driven by the continued success of Orlando's The Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. The company's overall theme park operating cash flow also jumped 44.9% to $354 million compared to $244 million for the same quarter last year. Revenue for the first six months also jumped 29.2% to $1.4 billion compared to $1.1 billion for the same quarter in 2014. Comcast overall revenue was up 11.3%, reaching $18.7 billion, up from $16.8 billion in the second quarter of 2014. Year-to-date revenue also is up 6.8%, raking in $36.5 billion. Comcast executives admitted that they don't expect to see the fast-paced momentum of Diagon Alley to continue now that it is a year older. That's a natural expectation, as the growth will probably lower to something more realistic, say single-digit returns. And it may push Comcast to continue investing at theme parks to maintain at least a fraction of those quarterly returns.
2: I'm going to apologize. I started giggling a little bit while you were reading because I messed up and I was trying to put your lower third on and the hashtag because I forgot to put the hashtag on last week. And I uh, was scrolling through all the <laughs> thing. So while you're reading, it's like, Jenna Lynn Rhino Clavin, Craig Williams, <laughs> hashtag. And then I realized it while I was looking at you and then I was like, oh. So. Interesting stuff, huh?
1: The many faces of Jenny Lynn. Yeah. Well,
2: again,
0: that only matters for people who are watching the show. For those of you listening, uh, once again, you have to put up with our foolish nonsense as we sidetrack from
2: we're everything just, else we're just We're just much better visually. We're Jackson Pollock.
0: Uh, I disagree with that. I think listening to my voice is much more pleasant than actually seeing me. But those numbers, <laughs> those, those numbers... Um, they're impressive. They're impressive, yeah. This is... Uh, I'm getting two things from this story the first is uh, it it's good to hear Universal try to rein it in and feel like they're not they, you know, with the success of Diagon Alley, they they think that it's going to fade off at some point, and it's nice they're that they're not actually, being
1: they're not being arrogant. You
0: know, they're being very humble about it and saying it's going to fall off. But um, at the same time, they still have so many amazing things coming up with Kong, with Nintendo, eg- exactly as Rhino's super excited about in the back there. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even more on top of that, I mean, th- did I say Volcano Bay? If I didn't, I don't think so. should have said Volcano Bay, and that that's just. The tipping point on it, and there's still so many people out there who haven't seen Diagon Alley and still haven't seen the regular Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Most of them, either because, A, they don't vacation down here that often, or, B, because they need to finally pull the stick out of their you know where's and actually admit that there is Universal there. Mm -hmm. And they are doing amazing things.
1: Yeah, it's getting really hard to deny Universal as a worthwhile theme park they're just they've got momentum and they're running with it
0: and not only that but they're appealing to a broader audience Mm -hmm. each more every day that goes on uh you know disney always is going to have its appeal that's there's no ifs ands or buts about it disney's going to have that appeal um everyone grows up Not everyone grows up. I shouldn't say that. So many of us grow up with Disney movies throughout our life and continue on enjoying them into adults and then show them to kids later on, something I haven't done yet, but I will most likely do. And uh, Disney has such a huge presence overseas, too. But Universal has done such a great job now of diversifying their portfolio and actually bringing in all these other things. Uh, I'm glad they're humble about it, but... At the same time, everyone who's not visiting Universal yet, we, we can't say it enough. Give it a freaking chance. It's it's different. Whenever you step in, don't look around and be like, "Oh, it's it's just not quite as magical." It, it looks like it wants to be magical, but it's just not quite as magical. If you're going into Disney and saying that, "Oh my gosh, this is all so magical. Every little bit of this ma- is magical." you're more or less getting caught up in the fact that you have nostalgia for it. Because as someone who's gaining nostalgia for other parks like Disneyland and really loving it while kind of losing it for Disney World because of working there, being there so often, seeing it all the time, uh, it's just... It's it's kind of losing it, whereas Universal, I think it's gaining it more and more. It's If there is a magic... Between the team members there and the attractions they're building now, and the energy that they're putting off, uh, it's it's becoming more magical. And I am so happy to hear that about Comcast. And uh, I think that'll give us another another year of shows at least to do.
1: Well, I think unless
0: they lose money, I don't think Pete's going to cancel us quite yet.
1: No, I I think part of the reason why Universal is gaining the nostalgia that you're talking about is they're also reining in a lot of franchises that hold nostalgia for people. Nintendo, uh, Harry Potter, Transformers, Jurassic Park.
0: Oh, plus it's, I mean, it's 25 years now. Mm -hmm. 25 years of being around. So, now you're starting to get those people that are having kids Mm -hmm. and they can, kind of like Rhino always talks about, oh, I went and visit there as a kid. And it was one of the most important ones to me. And there's other people out there that felt that same way. And they're going to start taking their kids now that they're having them. And I'll be honest, I've only been visiting the park now for five years. But it's even for me, it's, it's starting to get to the point where I'm going to have kids eventually. And I've already gained so much, uh, so much of an appreciation for it in that short amount of time. So it's, I only see it going up, and that's a good thing, in my opinion. Congratulations to Universal for making lots of money.
2: Mm-hmm. Just don't make another
0: Sharknado three. They they are. They're making the fourth one. We know just that. Don't make another Sharknado three. Like remake it.
1: Rhino, I'm waiting. Like for Like
0: three point five. It was, it was more or less a setup for Ohio. oh hell.
1: Oh no. hell! I know. Uh, I was just waiting. Oh,
0: <laughs> What did you just say? I said fudge. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> only I didn't yeah, say I'm not, fudge. <laughs> I'm not going back and editing this show. So I said fudge. I would never say that word on air at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. Oh, God. Dirty. It's not even
0: 3 p.m. <laughs>
2: it's technically 1.30. Like uh, I, right. I believe
0: it's like 1.15 right now, if you're watching it live whenever this is coming out. Um, we can't all be
2: time travelers. Yeah. Well,
0: no, we have two things. And, I mean, before... We didn't really run with it. The the stop eating a sesame cake that kind of died out there over the past couple weeks. So we got to keep. It'll come. We back. have to keep at least one thing going strong. We and, can always uh, say
1: absatch, and that pulls everyone. People in. love the
0: absatch, and yeah, they love the absatch. I mean, I'm, I like that we have a nice rotating. After we forget sesame about cake, will come
2: back. It'll come back in. It'll come back. It's, it's like you'll we'll find it at like the five dollar bin at Walmart, like. We'll find it somewhere in an episode, a $5 episode somewhere along
1: the way. A $5 Walmart bin $5 dollar Walmart
2: bin of an episode. I'd like to call that this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what this episode is. This is The uh, The Leftovers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that uh we, we have nothing else now we we had plenty of stuff that we could have done but uh this was just easiest to do and a nice quick way to get around so let's not beat around the bush we're busy people you have other things to do in your life unless you're sitting there driving or on a plane or whatever and you have, literally have nothing else to do um but i'm going to start with an important one. Uh, not that anyone's not important. You're all equally important in, in my eyes, but Ugh, this one comes from David from Rosenberg,
2: Texas. Hey Dave. Texas. That might is that a cue for something?
0: I don't know. Oh. Okay. But that's how William Shatner says it in a miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: We play a funny game I don't want to talk about on the air, but Craig yeah. just fell on it. <laughs> it's
0: a, No, I, I, that was another setup, too. I do love that movie. So though. many inside jokes. Some of you who have
2: been around Which us actually JL know it, too. does not know about. You don't know that oh, movie, you don't Miss know Congeniality? You've had No,
1: I've seen, but what are you talking about inside jokes?
2: Whoa, whoa, she's a lady. I can't, I don't really want to say it because I feel like I'll offend somebody, even though I'm the one who okay. says it, so. After no, I think the we, show talk. I'm,
0: I'm just going to say it. Okay, I play because this. Because we, we do this game. Uh, I, well, well he started. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: We play this game, and I actually got it from Cougar Town, so I just fell in one myself. Uh, we call it "gay trap," and it's funny for me to do it to other people because I was like, "What? What?" So every now and then, I'll be like, um, "Like Craig just brought up his congeniality, and I whispered "gay trap" from back here. But a good example would be like, "What's that movie with Julie Andrews and she's um, twirling around on the mountain?" Sound saying, of Music. Gay trap. It doesn't work on a woman. But no,
0: I I don't even agree that it works in that sense because, like, if you're talking about a classic piece of work or something, then it's not the same.
2: Okay, so it'd be like, what color is that off purple color? You know, it's not quite pink; it's kind of purple. It's in the middle.
1: Fuchsia. Gay trap.
2: It's not that. I was looking for magenta, so you're (laughs) You're (laughs) right. You can't put no. But we do it back and forth because he does a straight trap to me too. So So conversely, if
0: I catch him in something that's you know overly masculine i will go straight at the the straight trap on yeah him. And, it, and it's
2: it, it's not meant to offend anybody it's just a giggle yeah. it's just a so giggle thing
0: all of you out there start playing gay trap state trap if you can not state trap straight <laughs> no trap.
1: trap
0: straight trap okay so that is our uh that's our off-topic discussion of the day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now let's get back to david who just wasted the last Two minutes of his life waiting for his question to be read, so then we could answer it.
2: Dave, if you haven't seen Miss Congeniality, please do. (laughs) Texas.
0: Love William Shatner. Okay, so David says, I have to admit that Universal was not on my radar for vacationing due to Universal having little to do with whenever a person is overweight. However, after watching your shows and seeing more than just thrill rides, the family and I have decided to take next year's family, me, my wife, And two sons, 13 and 15, on a vacation to Cabana Bay. Now the question is, we are wanting a full week's worth of stay in either April or May, but I have only been able to find pricing for four days at the parks or the out-of-state annual pass. Is the preferred pass the best option for a trip that's five days plus? Is the premium pass for one member of the family a good option? The annual pass says it gives hotel discounts on property, dining discounts, and dining discounts, and he wanted to know if they're listed anywhere else, and I'm still working on compiling lists of all the updated discounts, but he also says thank you for your hard work, and I have to say he's very excited to try the tuna noodle casserole. So the main thing we need to pull out of there.
2: uh, Tuna noodle casserole.
0: Tuna noodle casserole. That's all you need to know. Don't worry about the passes. You don't need to go to a park. Just get some tuna noodle casserole, and it makes everything better.
1: Okay, hold on. But for real. So I ate the tuna noodle casserole Uh a couple weeks ago.
2: Uh
0: oh. And it is. It tell us, It's
1: just tuna noodle casserole. Like, it.
2: I haven't had it yet. I can't and
0: weigh in. No, 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 no. It's not just tuna noodle casserole because most tuna noodle casseroles are never like a macaroni and cheese style base. Usually, tuna noodle casserole is just the noodles and the tuna and uh, depending on what variation of it, maybe peas, but never like so much cheese that it's going to clog your heart.
1: It's like every tuna noodle casserole that I have ever eaten, which was, you know, it's like the meal that you make when you're first married and you have no money to make better meals. <laughs>
2: I, okay. You know what needs to happen? I need to go and have it now too. I need to weigh in somewhere because now we've got two opposites.
1: I now. don't know. I already know you're going to be on Craig's side. No, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, I Okay. I do love casseroles. I do love tuna. I do love noodles.
1: It's not bad. It's good, but I didn't want to, like you know, surrender my soul to it.
2: <laughs> Please tell me what meal on property you do want to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Have we found it yet?
1: That's going to be my next blog I'm, post.
2: I'm just
0: trying to calm down how pissed off I am. I don't know because, if you guys because can I'm see like rage here. I, I want to say no because uh, Linda Andrews. Uh-huh. She, uh huh. She. She went there recently and she had the tuna noodle casserole and she seemed very pleased by it. So
1: I'm not unpleased.
0: You're just a Grinch. You're
1: a <laughs> Grinch.
2: Only he didn't say Grinch. That's how I made my mother reference. I know. Because I'm friends with Josh Reiner because I met him that time at UCF. Full
0: circle. That's fine. You're allowed to not like the tuna noodle casserole. That is more than adequate. I didn't
1: say I didn't like it. Stop twisting my words. I'm just saying. Twisting them
0: like a noodle.
1: It's just just tuna noodle casserole.
0: Um, Well, then I think the lesson to take from there is isn't that it isn't the greatest tuna noodle casserole in the world. I think that means that you make the greatest tuna noodle casserole in the world, and anyone that you know that's ever made it for you also makes the world's best tuna
2: noodle casserole. We should have a tuna noodle casserole off. Like, we should go. We'll get some of that one. You have to make yours first. We'll bring yours there, and then we'll have a casserole off. The blind taste test. This could be a segment for the show i'm not even kidding There's yeah no one would no
0: one would give no one would care no one would care back to david oh my god <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> The 10 Jake. minute question so full week's worth of stay in either april or may looking at annual passes what is the best one preferred pass for a trip that's five days plus or premium pass for one of them, and then preferred passes for all of them. Wait, I, any opinions on it?
2: I, I do have a question about it, real quick. Okay, uh-huh. so he's trying to get a pass for him and the whole family for like a week. one for each for a week in a
1: week. April or May, right? But,
2: yep. But he's not a Florida resident, no. So you can still
0: buy annual passes, and it can stake.
2: still work out to be a better deal, right? Yeah. Okay, because I was going to suggest this to my friend from Massachusetts too. So this is a, this is a very interesting question. So Yep. Um, he's saying between the preferred, which is free parking, and the premium, which is the valet one, right with the water bottles. It's the-, the free valet. Um, Mine is your nights. tip, Halloween Horror Nights ticket
0: in it, and then also free preferred parking. And water so anytime bottles. you go into the normal, and then eight free water bottles as well. And
1: after four p.m.
0: And after four p.m., you get express passes.
2: I, I, okay. My opinion is, I think you could just go with the. If you're just doing the week, you're here with the family, you got more than enough time to go on everything, I don't think you need the passes, especially since they're until after four. That's definitely geared toward, like, local people yeah. who don't want to deal with the garages, and um, which I still park in, even though I have the, the premium pass, just because I like the walk. Um, but. Uh I, yeah, I don't I don't think for that long of a stay you need the passes. You don't need to spend the extra 100. You're saying you don't need passes at all or you're no, saying just you don't the pre- need so just he, the premium? you saying
1: he doesn't he doesn't need the premium.
0: Okay, see here's where I actually I thought a lot about this and I'm kind of going back and forth on it. Like, the trip is five days plus. However, you just made a really good point. Even if you're walking around the parks and you're looking to take in every detail and going, you want to keep going back there and eating it again. um, Still, I I don't want to say, like, you're not going to have fun for five days plus in the parks because anyone could find a way to have fun for five days plus in the park. Mm -hmm. But right away, you're staying at Cabana Bay Beach Resort. (laughs) So staying on site, you're going to well, staying at Cabana Bay, I would say if you guys are pool people, you're going to want pretty much essentially a day at each pool because both pools are completely different, as we've talked about in our land and sea coverage. I mean, very unique. So you can definitely get a lot of time out of actually switching around to the pool's. Um, and then you also have the option to go pull hopping at any of the other hotels and experiencing them. So uh, annual passes and just for one stay because you're staying there longer than you get a regular passport. It's a little, I think it's a little weak, honestly. Just get a four day pass oh. and then. Use your extra days off to experience the entire resource. I
1: didn't realize that that was an option. No, yeah, I was going to say. I thought that the, he not, was saying he's getting annual passes, no matter what. He just one? wanted to know which level.
0: That's it's honestly, I'm throwing it out as the option. It's okay. not necessarily so, and these are changing. These rates are changing in about a week from now. It's Ooh, well, whenever this episode airs, it changes the next day after actually i believe yeah it's, it's um, august, 1st, mm-hmm. august 1st and this is releasing on the 30th so two days after this comes out um as of right now whenever we are recording this it is for the power pass for out of state it's 239.99 for the preferred pass it's 349 3 334.99 and for the premier one 479.99 if you're only coming in may or april and you're not coming back to use that Halloween Horror Nights ticket or anything. The yeah. premiere is a complete waste. Yeah, it does not yeah. make any sense. A, a total it, because waste.
2: the the percentage between the discounts is only like five percent. I think you get ten for preferred and it's fifteen for premium. So, I, I mean, um, I I like I said I would I would the pass sounds like a good idea. Like I would do it, and then if you want to come down with just you and your wife or whatever, um. I assume he said wife, I don't know, husband, I don't care. Um, But, you know, with a friend, like, you can just um, hop down for, like, two days, and then maybe you still have it if you want. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go past the preferred.
0: Well, and the – so the four-day park-to-park admission ticket right now before the price increase goes up is $215. So it's technically not that much more. Park-to-park one day? Is that what you just said? Uh, The – yeah park to park for a four day
2: oh for a four day because that's
0: that's the minimum that they'd buy and then beyond that if they got an annual pass then they'd have they'd have more days so So to get that i mean it's an extra 120 bucks so it's Uh essentially buying a second one day ticket
2: that's a pretty good deal for a four-day ticket though
0: it's a great deal for a four-day ticket i mean it's just like just like disney and magic your way the more you more days you buy the better it gets um just closer to Disneyland that there is a max out on that. Um I, I my personal opinion is change the game plan on it. Spend more time off property or not off property, be off property, but on property checking out the entire resort mm-hmm. and then you know just saving that cuz I mean that's an extra 120 bucks yeah. for each person in the family. But maybe even for him, him and his wife can get it yeah. get the uh regular passes get the four day and if the kids think they're gonna want to go in every day get them the annual annual passes just send them off with a cell phone and walk them to the go with them to the parks and say okay we want to make sure you're in and all that and then keep in touch
2: blah 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 don't know really only one person needs it to get the discounts that he's talking so if they're all gonna dine together he only one person in the group needs it just has to pay the bill.
0: Exactly. And that, yeah, that's a good point. On top of that, too, uh, because I forgot about the discount aspect of it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the full advantages of the um, annual pass discounts on the room, because Florida discounts are usually much better. Uh, and then with me, I get lucky with Kylie that then she also has cast member discounts. So team member discounts. Sorry. Uh, so it doesn't apply to me as much in that case. So. I, I think maybe doing a split option between some people having preferred definitely not premiere for anyone no. No. unless they're coming back for horror nights
2: or you um, I, or you live here or or think, if yeah. you
0: live close enough that you think you might come back now that you have that incentive because you bought the pass. That's the other option, too. Uh, and then also never count out the power pass. If you're coming in April or May, there's a chance that the blockout dates aren't going to be during your trip. Um, cause I, don't,
2: I don't know. Do you get discounts for that one, too?
0: Um no you don't get uh you get some discounts. I'm not sure which ones though. So like you get discounts on Blue Man Group tickets, uh hotels and theme park some theme park tickets, but I don't know if you get like the merchandise. I don't think you get merchandise yeah. discounts for that. But that may have changed too. Rules change from time to time. So I hope that helped David a little bit. I know we didn't really even come up with a certified answer, but I think it's just all about how much you're willing to spend and what you feel most comfortable with. Yeah. Which, I'm cheap. So, Yes, you this are. This next question is for Jenny Lynn not putting her oh. on the hot seat, mostly because after I ask this question, I'm going to get up and plug my computer in because it's dying very rapidly. Oh. we at a solid 3%.
1: I'm feeling the so. pressure.
0: This question comes like two months ago from Kimberly Ball, and we just ignored her for the long time. Hey, Cam. She said, just want to say I love you guys.
2: Are you saying like a smoking DJ in the middle <laughs> of the night?
0: <laughs> yeah, I decided to go with that route right now. Like that's, the thing it, I'm working your on. that's
1: the tone of voice that everyone always write me, mm. writes me emails in.
0: Oh, yeah. This was <laughs> a Facebook message, not. so.
1: How and Facebook, my, uh, Facebook messages, too.
0: I have a question, and it's probably best for JL. So technically she didn't write it straight to you, but it's probably best for you, and I do agree. Is she on hormone
2: treatments? Is that why she sounds like that? <laughs>
0: Kimberly Ball says, I'm wondering what the best options are in Universal Orlando, specifically, though, the theme parks, Universal Studios Florida, and Islands of Adventure, for a variety of food for a mix of vegetarians and non-vegetarians in the same group. We would prefer not to split up when eating. So, oh, this is, is a hard question. Platter. I'm going to throw it to you.
1: Well, because I'm going to plug in. <laughs> I'm thinking could could you not have read this to me earlier so I could have had no. time to think about it? No. Well, it's definitely not um whatever that comic place was that we ate. What was that called? No. That was terrible. Um Was that
2: the was that the one you guys went to in the cartoon? In the Toon Lagoon, right? Yes, in Toon Lagoon. The one with the sandwich on top?
1: It was bad. It oh, was no, not a good go option. Blondies?
2: Oh.
0: The uh, Comic Strip Cafe. We,
1: well. well, we couldn't go to Blondie's because they didn't have any vegan options. There you go. Um, and then we went to the cafe. Mm. I don't remember what I had. It was something vegan, but it wasn't all that, wasn't much to write home about. Actually,
0: it wasn't. We, got, we both got the crappy Chinese combo. <laughs> that one. Because there was nothing there, too. And we were at the point that we just needed to eat. And we were hoping to do something for the show. And then it became so god-awful that we just...
1: (laughs) I will tell you my favorite place is Confisco's. There you go. They have really great hummus and pita bread. And it's been a long time since I've been there. But I remember getting something else there that was... um, really good vegan wise. And then they have some really great options, you know, obviously if you're not on a special diet. So I think that's a really good option for a mixed group. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is there.
0: Well, and islands of adventure. Um, here's, here's the gist, the kit and the caboodle, the, the news, uh, quick service options. Aren't
1: they're not the best? That
0: great. Um, there's
1: quite a few things in City Walk. Um, Cowfish, I loved their vegetarian sushi. Um, Vivo, Craig yeah. and I had an amazing meal at v- Vivo. They it wasn't something straight off the menu, but I talked to the chef, and the chef made me was so excited and made me something vegan in the kitchen. And it was that was divine.
0: Yeah, I'll eat that, that
1: is something to get very excited about when you eat.
0: I would even say anajitos. They can do yeah. a lot. I mean, if, yes,
1: Antihitos For as long sure. as you'll
0: still go with like beans and beans, stuff, rice, if you're vegetarian. Guacamole.
1: And yep. yeah, they've got the options there. City walk is really kind of more the place to be yep. in the park. Confisco's um, is good. I just haven't had that no. many great experiences other than Confisco's. I'll
0: throw mine on too. Uh, just because I've sampled stuff at certain places, uh, obviously up at bread box, you can get just, Plain grilled cheese, but it's always like fun grilled cheese. So it'd be like so, three different cheeses. So that's vegetarian. So not you vegan. Can, not vegan, but vegetarian. Um, and then Mythos is, you know, it doesn't always have the best wrap. Badum cheese.
2: Uh, uh, I, I, it it was, worked both I wasn't 100% ways. Wasn't hundred percent sure if you were. <laughs> yeah, telling Yeah.
0: No, me I mean, it doesn't have like the best uh, reputation. I said wrap. I
1: know he said another, I was,
0: another moment of me not saying words properly and then meaning something else entirely but yeah that doesn't have a great reputation all the time however any of the times i've gone there uh recently the food has actually been good and definitely worth the price range and mythos actually they go out of their way to say that we can do anything for anyone with any type of uh, food qualification so um and then moving on over into universal studios florida you're kind of looking at the same thing if you go to any one of the actual sit-down restaurants um, the full-service restaurants you're going to always have better luck however um, in the Springfield section
2: yeah I was going to say uh,
0: inside Fast Food Boulevard they do have uh, Lisa's Tea House of Horrors and that is only vegetarian yeah. options and yeah. some vegan They've options got in a there too. caprese
1: salad and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, there are, there are things, I guess, but I, nothing that I really ever get very excited about. I I was so disappointed when we went into Leaky Cauldron, and the only thing they had was split pea soup, and there was no way I was touching that. You don't
2: like pea soup? I think we had this discussion. We did him. have it's this It's the discussion. only soup I like.
1: No, can't do it. It's yeah. On.
2: No, so, yeah, there's.
0: I, I do think there's a lot of options, but in the parks, look mainly towards doing uh, actual... Not counter service restaurants, just do um, regular restaurants. Just do your full service restaurants. They don't cost that much
2: more. Um, And it's in the long run, and it's just easier. It's so easy to just walk out of the park into City Walk, have your meal, go back in too. It's it's kind of relaxing to do that. So it's it's a lot different than Disney in that way, where it's just it's a little more accessible to all the areas.
0: Exactly. No, it is, and that's not. I mean, there are some great meals at some of the counter service places, and you know, the vegetarian crowd they might end up eating a couple salads here and there if you want to stick mostly to counter service, but. If it's more about being in the group together, then, you know, everyone eventually has to take a bullet for each other.
1: I want to send out a word of caution. Okay. For those people that are tempted to get the fruit cups, just think twice about that because the one time I did it, it really came very close to tasting like I was eating the plastic fruit that you find on somebody's, you know, dining room table that's a centerpiece there, the wax fruit or whatever. It's just, it was not a good experience.
0: Yeah. There's, fresh fruit around in other stands including like the magic neep inside the wizarding world of Harry Potter Hogsmeade that will sell you whole pieces of fruit so you that That would be the better way to crap. go. Yeah. But I mean who wants a whole thing of melon and honeydew? It's always well, melon. That? There was and a day
1: honeydew. when I wanted it and that day has now passed God, because I it was a bad I the always want a pineapple.
2: There was one piece of pineapple. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, let's move on to a happier
0: one. Much happier. Donna appears hey donna donna wrote on facebook she wrote to us i will be coming to universal october 1st for halloween horror nights i have been listening to the podcast this year and heard about the nbc uh sports uh the new grill why the why i can't think of the name she she wrote it wrong in her email so i don't want to just read that off but the grill and brew that's it um that's coming and NBA is leaving. NBA is supposed to be gone by the end of August. Do you know when the new NBC restaurant will be open? Will it be open whenever I get there this year? Well, yes, it, it will be open in early fall. Um, as far as I've heard, all predictions are going that it will be open in time for the first night of Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> to help make up for it. I mean, you that for people who haven't open. been to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando... One of the biggest draws for that is the fact that a lot of people, adults, mostly, sometimes kids, and they usually get in trouble for it, but it's it's a good place to go drinking because it helps ease the nerves and yep. people just have more fun whenever they're drunk and you know, some for some people it also heightens up the scared. I'm not making this like a PSA for you gotta go get drunk at it, but it is a huge part of horror nights. I mean, walking around, there is a bar every 30 yards and there are shot girls and walking around. I was going to say
1: and in between that you've got the nurses walking around with their their shots yeah. on IVs or whatever they are that they sell.
0: Yeah, and all the bars are open all night. Um, and they're always crowded. Everything around drinking is super crowded. So it is it is vastly important for uh, Universal to have nbc uh sports grill and brew open in time for halloween horror nights they just they can't do it i mean there's nothing wrong with hard rock it's just not a good place to go before you're going to have fun at halloween horror nights at least with nbc that's like right there right before you're walking in um from what they're saying with the lineup of beers and everything it's supposed to be a good time so i i would enjoy it if not go to anahito's and get a lot of margaritas those are good too
2: They make good margaritas there, huh? Where at? Are oh, you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Where
1: at? Antahotes.
2: Oh, I don't remember how to you say You are it.
1: really missing the Ante-hotés. cues to all of your jokes yeah. today, right now? I corrected myself.
2: It's now a, I know it's called. It's a
0: conservative day. Antahotes? That restaurant, yeah. Antahotes. Antihotes. And That was it, the Annie. Okay, so moving on. We're going to go over to Dave from Downingtown, PA, right next to Valley Forge for anyone who Ante-hotés. was wondering. Hey. Did you say thank God? No, I said hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Gay <laughs> <Hey, Dave. laughs> trap. Hey, so, hey, Dave. <laughs> so, we are now in heavy negotiations on when to go. We are doing a split vacation between Universal and Disney for a week. Personally, I want to take the kids out of school and go in April. However, my wife is not as willing. She is hung up on ensuring the kids are well educated. Whatever. Ha. Huh. Nah, she probably doesn't know about that. Um, so, with taking them out of school, off the table it leaves us with two options either spring bake aka spring easter bake. wake spring bake bake it's the bake off that happens in spring <laughs> yeah you haven't heard about it yet you L- will a lot of spring rolls you will um hot cross buns uh or summer with his suggestion being late august no hold on i know easter week is very expensive very crowded but the weather is nice conversely late august is much less expensive much less crowded, however, the weather is similar to vacationing on the sun. Yep. I personally prefer the late August option as I am cheap and hate crowds. My wife prefers spring break. Putting aside the fact that my wife is always right, what would you suggest? Once again, we are going for a week splitting between Walt Disney World and Universal. This is this is the money question.
2: This I'm is voting. a good one. I'm
1: voting for August.
2: I, I mean, it's if you... Yeah, I... The crowd is, I, I, I hate to tell them, but I think it's going to be busy as well in August, but it's going to be a different type of crowd. And I think that maybe paying more and being stuck in the type of crowd you would be at with spring break is probably going to add to a stress level on your vacation that you probably don't want to incur. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know. You're right. It is hotter than the sun down here in August. It's the first time I came down before not the first time, but it was the when I came to visit where I was going to stay when I moved here, it was in August and I had never been in the summer before and I could not fathom how hot it was when I was here. It was just painful.
0: It is. It's it's very painful, but at the same time, uh, you can't Spring break, specifically Easter week. No, that's you won't be able to do anything besides. The crowds are
1: awful. Like, it's just unbearable for the crowds. I
0: mean, you have there's two weeks specifically to not come to theme parks in Orlando the week starting with Christmas, going to New Year's, and then all of Easter week. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, spring break is a very busy time throughout the, the whole spring break period because you never know which colleges or which high schools have. What days off? So it, it's pretty much just busy that entire time. But during Easter week, that's when things get crazy. And in the past, if you were saying you're coming to just Universal on Easter week, I would have said I would have said that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, it's busy up until like the day of Easter and the day before Easter, really. Uh, that was one of the things I was most surprised about the first uh, two years I worked at Universal on Easter days. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be miserable. It's going to be awful. No one was there. Like, it was so dead. And now that's completely changed. I've went and visited on Easter the past couple times uh, since then. And it's just been people out the wazoo. So that finally, that trend came up to Universal, too. Uh, Everyone knows it's always busy on Disney on major holidays, including Easter. So if I haven't said it enough here, you're right. It is very expensive. It's ridiculously crowded and yeah the weather is not that bad but if it's anything like this past year april was starting to get unbearable too right it was getting hotter well, earlier here's and here's the
1: other thing there are ways that you can cope with the heat yes. there are things that you can do about that to help make that easier there is nothing you can do about the crowds
0: yeah and late august is still a good time at both disney and universal uh The last week in August going up for the first two, three weeks of September, um, both very good times. I mean, I just, just from the experience that I've had whenever I go to the parks in that period, it's never, it's busy still. I mean, because you never know when schools are going back into session. In September, yeah, they're pretty much already in, but you can usually get very, very lucky by coming the last week of August if that's in the cards for you. Um, And, Honestly, I think I think that's still the best option to do late August. And your idea of taking the kids out and going in April, like I said, with spring break crowds, uh, depending on when Easter falls, you you still could be screwed just by pulling them out in April. So late late August for
2: show. hmm Mm-hmm. So sorry, Ryan. I what happened to wanna... what happened? I have a question. If he's from yeah. Pennsylvania, what happened to winter? Not winter break, but uh, we had a week in February too. What was that one called? You you had it right. Um, Wait, there was one in one in February, and then there was the one for Easter. I mean, in it, college it I break. had.
0: No, I would always not have. In
2: college. Uh, what's that? Not in college. I had it in elementary school and high school. We had the two weeks for Christmas and. New Year's, and it didn't always used to be two weeks. It turned into two weeks when I was in, like, sixth or seventh grade. But then we always had a February break, a winter break. That was, like, the winter break. The other one was a Christmas break. And then we had a week in April. Yeah, ours was usually whatever. come in February.
0: Ours was, from what I remember, I don't remember a lot, but I'm pretty sure ours was always just our spring break was wrapped into Easter break uh, for the most part. And then for Christmas, it was depending on when it fell with the weekend you were going to school up to December 23rd. Oh. That was your last day and then you'd be back on January 2nd. Unless it was like oh December 23rd is on a Friday then, you know, then we'll give them off on the 22nd and they can have a long weekend.
2: Hmm.
0: Or you know, crap like that they would adjust <laughs> it around. Anyway, so just, just yeah, regardless I don't know when the breaks are, when all the breaks are. Um but in general uh I know I know your wife doesn't want to take them out of school, and you have to respect that decision and education and all that stuff, but uh, it's it's still always one of the better options is to take kids out of school if you can, uh, if you're worried about crowds, heat, and spending money.
1: Well, if for that matter, if you're going to take them out of school, the best time to take them out of school for this would be September.
0: Yeah, absolutely. September. I mean, they they just got back to school. Right. They're not the going to learn that much has in that just time. Just
1: started, so they're not really missing much, and the crowds drop still notably. You yeah. know, um, that time. I wouldn't of
0: say year. dramatically, but I noticeably, mean,
1: notably, yeah. not-
0: notably or
2: noticeably? Noticeab-
1: noticeably, both apply. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next email? Cool. The next. Well, the next one is also going to be our last one, and it comes from Lisa Kramer. Okay, guys, listen to the episodes about the Deluxe Hotels, and it sounds like a single night would be best at Royal Pacific. To, sorry, I guess I should have prefaced this. Lisa wrote us a while ago um, asking for information and help, and because it's been so long since we've done the last email show, uh, I couldn't even find her initial question. So we're going to put it all together
1: okay. with sounds what good. she's
0: suggesting. So sounds like a single night would be best at Royal Pacific, Family of three wanting to do two days at Universal, unlimited Express Pass, spending the rest of our trip at Walt Disney World, agree, disagree. How early can we show up to check in on day one? Wanting to make the most of both available days of Express Pass, obviously. One other question, transportation to the parks. Is it walkable, bus, boat? Thank you, guys. Really enjoy the show.
2: I don't think she watched our Land and Sea thing yet. Or is this before that? No, this was after,
0: and she was just trying to...
2: Oh, because I thought we talked about transportation in that, but
0: when did we really land and see? Yeah, she would have cool watched it so. at this point. Um, yeah, and that's before she was wondering just what the best option would be. From what I remember of the question, what the best option would be to do a single night stay to come over in order to get those perks and still see one of the hotels. Um, obviously, if Unlimited Express is ever in your interest, Cabana Bay's out instantly. So it was then whittled down to Royal Pacific, Hard Rock. Or um
1: Portofino or
0: Bay. Portofino Bay, and as long as the rates are the best at Royal Pacific, that's that's the smartest choice. It's in terms of me,
2: easily walkable. Well it, it's, it's just
0: could. you always gotta start by going with the best rate you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um in my opinion, if you're just looking to dip your toes in the water, go with the best rate. Uh none of the hotels are bad, as we said in our universal land and slee sea, which you can go back <laughs> and watch later, seal. Uh S-L. Rest in peace, Slee and Slee. Steel
2: is not dead he is alive
0: mm. still recording albums did not know that um i have them. so i think royal pacific is an admirable choice in terms of that so anyone disagree no i know that was a great hotel that's okay what i would say how early can we show up to check in on day one who knows the answer to that one
2: no what one i'm just guessing i, I think that's what time i got to portofino one JL would you like to correct him now
1: 3 or 4pm To check in Uh,
2: Yes
0: No one knows the answer Mm -mm. One Sorry the answer is the same as any hotel. You can check in as early as you want in the morning. It's just most likely your room is not going to be ready until That was a
2: You had a sassy Craig. answer. Craig. I was just going to say, say, at Hershey, question. they wouldn't let us ca- check in until like 6 p.m.
0: They wouldn't, but that was a different Yes, whole of course you experience. can check
1: in. I thought you were talking about when you can get a room.
0: Um, I said, how early can you show up they can check-in
2: Will they take your luggage when you get there super early?
0: They will check your They'll take they'll it. They'll hold it. They'll hold it. Um, oh, well, there you go. Okay. You get in early, and why do you do that?
1: So you can get into the parks.
0: Yep, because without checking in, you can't get your express pass. So you ha- you can go as early as you want. I mean, just I, I don't know what it. the like absolute max is. I would say showing up at 7 would probably be the most I would feel comfortable with. Um, ju- that's just me. If the parks are opening up earlier, you could probably even get in at 6 and still get away with it but don't show up at like four like i'm here to check in for tomorrow (laughs) like check-ins not until 12 hours later that probably won't fly um so in terms of that but yeah if before you go to the parks you want to get the express pass and so the only way to do that is to check in and it won't be an issue and the transportation to the parks at royal pacific you have the boat you have the bus and you have walking, and all of them are easy, in my opinion. Depending on which park you're going to first, if you're going to the studios, maybe to the do the boat, just because that drops you off closer. The bus drops you off at City Walk, so that's kind of an extra haul. You might as well walk at that point yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna try to take the bus. It's so, a pr-
2: it's a pretty walk. Just do the walk.
0: Yeah, I honestly I walk everywhere I go if I have the chance. Um, I do not like taking any of the forms of transportation at Universal now that uh, Cabana Bay has their walking path I try to do that unless it's like just really really inconvenient but it can
1: also be really really hot
0: yeah it, well that's that's why it would be really convenient inconvenient if it's really hot um but you know, walking's good for us. I think. Yes,
1: it is. But the boat ride can be very relaxing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. well I don't go to theme parks to be relaxed. I go to theme parks to argue with my Sh- family and get and just get done with everyone. Um, so, Lisa, I hope that helped. If I missed out on any more of the questions that you had before, just let me know. Email me. Sorry. Hi, Lisa. Email one of us. Hey, girl. Hey, Lisa. You haven't met Lisa
2: yet. Not I No, like I don't. I sad. just was being sassy.
1: They have a gerbil named after me. That's a you true hear story.
2: That? Jenny the gerbil?
1: Yeah. They're sending their, his gerbil after me. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So
0: that is the questions we have for this episode. And, of course, remember, you can always write in anytime at all you want. And eventually we'll get around to an email show once we have enough, then we will pull out one of these little ditties. And otherwise, what I mean is whenever we uh, don't want to do anything else, then we will do an email show and you'll just have to accept it. And uh, you can always skip it and move on to the one that will happen the week afterwards. But thank you guys for all of you who did send in messages uh, waiting for us to answer them. Uh, and, you know, you can find our email, if I didn't already mention it, Podcast. At Diz Unplugged, You can find that email address and direct links to get emails to us and other contact information to us at our show notes page, which is disunplugged.com. Find the blue universal box. And uh, once you click on that, that's where you'll start finding all our show notes with links to anything that's relevant or uh, links to whatever I remember to put in. And then also find our contact page on there, slash contact. And that's where you will start finding all those good ways to get in touch with us other ways. And remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. Make sure you're uh, following us on Facebook, Twitter, liking everything we do. Because whenever you like it, it makes us feel better about ourselves. And when you feel better about yourself, uh, you don't end up acting like Rhino all the time. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't even know what that means. But, uh... Sad sad yes if you don't like us we'll be sad sadness
2: is universal
0: (laughs) now we're gonna leave it on a better note than that but no that's that's all i've got so thank you guys for everything and get in touch with us because we love you and we will be back next time with another episode of the Diz unplugged universal edition we'll see you next time and remember emails are universal